6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, we've been hearing this afternoon, we've been telling you in the news, been talking about it, that Canada's former chief of defense staff has been charged with obstruction of justice related to an investigation into allegations of sexual misconduct. Uh, we're going to head to Ottawa right now and join Amanda Conley. She is Global's national online reporter, has been uh, working on this story along with uh, Mercedes Stevenson uh, from the West Block for months now. And uh, Amanda joining us this afternoon. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. It's been a busy day. It ha- yeah, I bet it has been. So uh, explain the basis of, the, of, of this charge for us, Amanda. What does it mean? What is it all stemming around? Yeah, for sure. So this this really is, um, I think it's fair to say, a, a significant, almost an unprecedented moment here. We have not seen this kind of charge levied against someone of this uh, this this prominence and this uh, this rank before. What we learned today is that, as you mentioned there, General Jonathan Vance, the retired former chief of the defense staff, effectively the country's top soldier, has been charged with one count of obstruction of justice following a probe by military police into allegations of inappropriate behavior that were first reported by Global News on February 2nd. What police are alleging now is that between February 1st and February 3rd, that Vance, as they as they allege, uh, did attempt to obstruct the course of justice by repeatedly contacting one of the women uh, who was at the heart of those allegations, and as they say here, uh, quote, attempting to persuade her to make false statements about their past relationship, mm. uh, end quote. This really is, again, a very significant moment, a very significant significant charge and really a lot of questions here about what will come next and, and what uh, what we could see evolve from this. Uh, Amanda, in those court documents, um, it, it says, I'm just going to add a little bit more, did willfully attempt to obstruct the course of justice in a judicial proceeding by repeatedly, repeatedly contacting Mrs. KB by phone and attempting to persuade her to make false statements. Um, those initials uh, are the same initials uh, of a woman that Mercedes interviewed on the West Block back on February 21st, Major Kelly Brennan, who has identified herself as one of the women behind the allegations against Vance. Can you tell us in that interview what what, uh, she told Mercedes? Yes, this really was a, a significant moment. As you mentioned there, Major Kelly Brennan chose to identify herself uh, as one of the women behind these allegations. She said in that interview that Vance had called her, quote, many times uh, following the initial report by Global News about the allegations. Uh, Stevenson had asked her during that interview what Vance said to her. And Brennan, I'm going to quote her words exactly mm-hmm. here, quote, told me to lie, Brennan said. Stevenson asked her, what did he tell you to lie about? Uh, Brennan said that he, that Vance, quote, uh, told her to lie, pardon me, about, quote, having sex. He first started telling me not to say anything about anything. This really is, again, um, has been a significant case from the start. Um, a lot of questions that have been raised throughout this mm-hmm. this uh, the series of allegations that have come forward here, and also not just against Vance, against other senior military leaders, but really focusing on the questions here of abuse of power, of um, really kind of what the military culture is, and and how um, allegations are allowed to uh, to kind of get to, um, or pardon me, the kind of conduct is allowed to get to the point of what some of the allegations are 
are saying that have come forward here. So certainly, again, a really significant moment here yeah. following months of reporting into this issue. Without a doubt, Global's national online reporter Amanda Conley joining me this afternoon. There has been some questions raised about when exactly uh, Jonathan Vance retired from the military and, uh, and whether or not he was still in the military when um, these claims uh, are being made that those February dates about uh, getting when he may have or alleged to have obstruct the course of justice. Um, can you clarify that for us on when he was in when he got out? Yeah, so again, I, I, I am going to, I want to try and be, again, very, very kind of careful here about Absolutely. what we, we know really with certainty here. What, what I can, what I certainly can say um, comfortably here is that, again, there have been a lot of questions from the start about whether the military police had not only kind of jurisdiction over these allegations, but also whether they were the right people to handle them at mm. all. What we've seen here is that uh, the Canadian Forces, uh, effectively the, the major investigation service that handles some of the the serious allegations that come forward here has is is the one that laid this charge but they've taken the step of handing this over yeah to the civilian court. That's why we're talking about here. We're talking about a criminal code charge against Vance. This is not a uh, what, we, what you would typically call a military code of service offense or something kind of in in that vein that you would typically see with with um, the you know a lot of the the allegations that come forward regarding military members. This is a criminal case. Um, again, there there is. A lot of questions here about what happens next, how this will play out. I, I would kind of go back to my earlier point that this is uh, really is unprecedented. This is um, there are a lot of questions here, and, and certainly the decision to hand that over to the civilian court is really a reflection of the conversations that have been taking place here about whether the military should be involved in some of these very serious allegations and particularly with Vance's rank. He is again mm -hmm. effectively the top soldier. There is really there is no one who um, outranks him in the military and of course the question then becomes can you fairly hold a court-martial in that case and have a judge and, and um, people who are coming forward to be part of that uh, and talking against a person who who yeah. has again significantly outranks or outranks them at different points of the process here. So really, it has been one beset by a lot of challenges and really core questions for the institution from the start. Amanda, I appreciate your attention to detail on on this one and and clarifying and making sure that uh, that uh, my listeners this afternoon uh, know these details and and understand how they've all broken down. I appreciate your time as always. Thank you for this. Thank you. Amanda Conley joining me this afternoon. Mercedes Stevenson on Twitter earlier, uh, about an hour, uh, just reiterating that uh, Jonathan Vance retired from the military in mid-April, according to the Department of National Defense. She says some folks have been asking if he was out in February when military police allege he attempted to obstruct justice. Vance was in the military, but still no longer the chief of defense staff. As I said off the top of the show, so much more to come on this one. So much more to come.